Welcome back to Mishnabrura Daily. Today we are continuing learning the laws of Krishma, in particularly um, Simon Samach Aleph 61, dealing with the intricacies of how one has to have the appropriate kavana and pronunciation when it comes to Krishma, because we're dealing here with a deoraisa. Says today's uh, Mishnabrura, we're starting on uh, Simon Bays. Which is on page Tzadi Dalid, and we'll go to Simon Vav. Says the Shulchan Aruch on top of the page. Asher Anochi mitzavach hayom haynu lomar bechol yom yu beinechik kachadoshim velo kimishek var shama usahar be paamim. When we say in the creation in Kriishma, and Hashem says, "This time I'm commanding you today." So what's the lashon of this time I'm commanding you today? You were commanded many, many years ago when we stood at the foot of Har Sinai. Rather, the pasuk is telling us it's as if every day there's a renewal of the covenant, as if God is recommanding us every single day, and it's the first time we're hearing it, and not that we heard it many times. And when something's new, when something's fresh. When something's a new start, so it's more chaviv, it's more exciting. And that's how we should approach Krishna with aim, with rest, with yira, with a fear, with, with an awe, but also with a certain excitement that here's the law that we're, be, we, we're being given anew each and every day, the Torah, and it should be, it should be an excitement in the recitation of Krishna. Says the Mishnah Bura. Um, it's just one small Mishnabura. It's on, now on page 188. Uh, if this is all true, we're supposed to have a certain aima and resis, a certain fear and awe, and we're supposed to approach Krishna as if it's the very first time we heard Krishna and we were commanded in saying Krishna, which is supposed to generate and engender a sense of excitement and enthusiasm. Kavachomer, we shouldn't rush through Krishna and say it quickly, but rather say it slowly, pronounce every single word as it, so that we're con- we can be Yodse, we can fulfill our obligation of Krishna. Back to the top of the page, Siv Gimel. In Krishma, there are Reish Mem Hey. Reish is 200, Mem is 40, Hey is 5, so it's 245 letters. This is an interesting halacha. Less, I mean, there's the Hashkafic element, the more Machshava element, that there are, in Krishma, there's only, or there are, 245 letters, and we know that there are, uh, in the limbs of a person, according to Chazal, I guess more metaphorically speaking, are the 248 limbs of a person. In order that we should say Krishma in corresponding to the amount, have the amount of letters in Krishma corresponding to the limbs in our body, we add in three extra words. Well, how do we add in three extra words? So it's when the Shliach Tzibar says, Hashem Elokeichem Emes, then he repeats the chos of Omer b'Kol Ram Hashem l'Kechem Emes. This is in contrast to when the Shliach Tzibur normally is leading the Pesuk Zimra, so he doesn't say, you know, at the end of Ashri Tilas Hashem Yidai repeat to himself and then go back and say it out loud for everyone else. But rather, when his Tilas Hashem Yidai repeat is the one he's saying out loud. Well, Krishna is different. He says Hashem l'Kechem Emes quietly, and then he goes back and repeats the chos of Omer b'Kol Ram out loud Hashem l'Kechem Emes. Interestingly, by the way, how many mitzvahs asays are there in the Torah? How many positive commands are there in the Torah? You guessed it, Ramach, 248. So there's 248 letters in Krishna when you have Hashem l'Kechem Emes, and then there's 248 letters in the um, two, uh, 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 limbs in the body. There's 248 
says in the Torah, and perhaps what's trying to tell us, by the way, is that all of our bodies should be used for mitzvot. In fact, in the more Kabbalistic world, they talk about how each mitzvah corresponds to a limb in the body, and we'll leave it at that. Now, you might be thinking, this is all good and well, so long as you're diving with a minion, and there's a shleich tzibur who says, Hashem lokechem emes, what happens if you're by yourself? So it says there on Ma, this the way everyone has uh, 248 is because they're with the Shlech Tibar. And if the Yachid wants to repeat with the creation with the with the Shlech Tibar, so he can also utter to two, 245 or 48 excuse me letters and not just rely on the Shlech Tibar repeating it, he's allowed. But what about someone who's diving alone? And he says as follows. Sorry, I just look back. I don't mean there were uh, two, two, 245 letters, 245 words. Now, back to this. So it says them, Shochnarach, if you're diving to be Yachid, what you do have intent, the Kavan, the word Vav. Ms. Viyatsev, Vinachon, Vikayam. There's 15 vavs, and 15 times six is 90. Sholom Tishim. That's 90. And what's what's significant about 90? Vehem Kenegat Shlosha Shemus Havaye. That Hashem's name Havaye is um, is Yud Ke Yud Hey. Then a vav, then a Hey, which equals to 26. Shekol Shem Ol Esrim Esheish. For Arba Oses Hey Mishloshim. And since it's four letters, it adds. To um that that adds to uh that's uh, four more and we get to uh, we get to thirty so three of Hashem's names equal the six vavs of the sorry the fifteen vavs of six what all this means I really have no idea um but okay let's we're gonna get let's get back to the part that uh, I think we can understand that we get fifteen vavs equal ninety and you, when you read the word um, uh, one, Hare Tishim Echad Kaminyan Hashem Bekriyas Uksiv also, okay, Vehavik Ilo Omar Hashem Hashem MS. Fine. I'm not exactly sure what that all means, so let's move on from there. You can ask someone else, maybe your local capitalist. I'm sure there's a lot of something behind that. Again, but the point we need to get out of this Mishdabura, sorry, the Shulchan Aruch Simon Gimel, is that there are 245 words in Krishma. We want to have 248. So either the Shlech Tzibur goes back and repeats Hashem Elkechem Emes, which the Shulchan Aruch said, if you want, you too can add that in. Or if you're davening B'yachid, what should you do? The Yeshikasa V'chol HaKor B'Krishma B'yachid Yomer Kel Melech Ne'eman Shema. Before you say Shema, you say Kel Melech Ne'eman. That's three. Le- that's three words. Ki Shlosh Tevz Elu Mashlimin Haminyan Shel Ramach V'hayab comes in place of Amen, which really come after the bracha, and therefore that's why you're allowed to say it there. But if you dive in a tzibur, you shouldn't say it. Rather, you should say Amen, which we'll see is a little bit controversial. Okay, says the Mishnah Brura. This is in Sivkat and Gimel down there. Lahashin Ramachs. What's this whole idea of having uh, 248 letters corresponding to 
uh, words, excuse me, correspond to all the limbs of the body. The Torah is a refua, is a, a, a medicine for the body, both in this world and the next. And we have 248 words corresponding to the limbs of a man. That when you say Krishma the way it's supposed to be said, then all these letters come and they heal that part of the body that it's corresponding to. And Krishma is only 245. Matikunte, so we're missing three words, correspond to three limbs. We established the Shlitzibra should go back and repeat three. The Midrash says, so anyone who doesn't say Krishma with a Tzibra isn't going to have their all their limbs healed, a full body. What are they going to do? So it all comes from a measure. I'm not really sure what to make of all this, so let's move on. So what he's getting at is that the word MS at the end of a Shemokechem MS is not in the Torah. MS is actually part of Vyatsiv and Nochem so there are those who say that the Shilatib repeats it. He shouldn't say MS. He should say Hashem Okechem. But we say no, the Minig is to say it as well. Because we don't want to split between MS and Vyatsev and Nachon. And, oh, so they're going to have an extra letter? Don't worry. Extra word? Don't worry. We'll just assume that MS is going from MS Vyatsev. Kain Kosev Primigodnev. Agro Kosev Shikar Kasar Mamaros. V'chosev Omer. Kamakom Shilonah. Gulachsar Ein Mochem Yadam. This Minig wasn't ubiquitous. There are those who say you shouldn't go back. Um, so then don't go back, or don't protest if someone doesn't do so. Don't say the word ani, because then you're going to end up with too many words. Don't say emes twice, because then what sounds like you're saying is Hashem emes, emes. Hashem is true, true. You need to say almost like you're saying there are two gods. This Hashem is emes, and that Hashem is emes, so we don't uh, want to do that. If you're and you want to have the extra three let words, what should you use? So you say the words, It's very, very ancient in old Minog, and that's something new. Okay. So one might think from here, if you hear your friend say a bracha, and you also had made a bracha of and you had not partaken from the fruit yet, so are you allowed to say amen to your friend's bracha? 
And the answer is, well, don't think from here, because what's happening here, you basically make a bracha, then the chazan says, and before you begin Krishna, you say, Amen. So if you're allowed to say Amen here and break and make a break, a hefzik between your bracha and Krishna, so maybe you can think you could do the same by any other bracha. And the answer is no, because as we said yesterday, two days ago, three days ago, whenever it was, that the birchas Krishna aren't on the Krishna itself. They're situated next to it, they juxtapose to it, they deal with it, but they don't ever mention the, the, the actual Krishna in those brachos, and therefore you could have a hefzik to say Amen to your friend's bracha. So we saw, uh, we saw elsewhere earlier on that the Mishnah is more of a fan of not saying a maid, not having a hefsek between habocher and shema, and therefore, what's his uh, what's his resolution? How does he get out of the fact that you still have an obligation to say amen? Very simply, you probably have heard people do this: finish with the chazan and say together habocher Yisrael all right, last one. Simon Hey, up way top back again. Sorry, Sif Hey back in the Shulchan Aruch. Noigim liting yadaim al pneim bekrishma pasuk rishon today shleigistakel b'dor acher shon milachavin. Shulmanoa milachavin. There's a minog recorded here to cover your eyes when you say krishma. Why? By the way, it says liting yadayhem your hands. Sounds like there's more than one. You look in the Sif room and hug him. There's all sorts of different ways one puts their hands, their whole hand, two fingers, the two fingers of the, where you touch your, um, with the tefillin, there's a whole bunch of, um, where you wrap your tefillin in, there's a whole bunch of, uh, what's it called, different permut- uh, permutations of how you do it, but the Shulchan Aruch simply says, cover your face, why? In order to have proper kavanah, so you don't get distracted when you see someone walk into show late, whatever it may be, and that's all it is for the Shulchan Aruch, says the Mishtaburah, Roslamar Yadigimin, I don't know what you're talking about when he says, when the Shulchan Aruch said, Yedehem, hands, what he really meant to say was, one hand, what hand is that? The Yemin, the right hand. And what about if someone's a lefty? We know in other areas of Allah, such as Haseba and Pesach, leaning on Pesach, we say that he does it differently. So the, the uh, Rav Chaim Kenevsky said, sorry, Rav Chaim Kenevsky's father, the stipler said, that you just always use your right hand whether you're a lefty or not a lefty. There's an interesting question that comes up. is like how much do you have, how, how close to your face does it have to be? Does it have to literally touch your face or can it be resting near your face? And what would be an example of that? Someone who wears glasses. So the Diver Yatsev, which is the, uh, the, the, the close of McGrabby, points out that if the entire purpose of covering your face is just so you're not distracted, so you can concentrate better, so then you can put your hand above your glasses and it doesn't have to actually be resting on your face. I wish you all a wonderful day.